attention, film school students. Here are a few announcements. Item one. Nostalgia has a power over most people, and it's definitely been commodified. Item two. So who are you going to call? Item three. My bookie, because my bank account is running thin. Oh, and item four. If anyone can find the ghost... <laughs> if anyone can find the film school janitors on their lunch break, tell them it's time to review Ghostbusters Afterlife. New movie, new toys, new fans, cycle, rinse, repeat. little story about a trio of janitors might have heard they worked at a well-known film school they picked up a few things other than trash they might hate your movie or if drunk think it's cool every now and then they get together for a lunch break trash talks a movie or tv or streaming rodney and jason and sean they all clean house if you listen close you can hear kids screaming all right who are you gonna call they asked that they asked that in this movie yeah, i thought it was i thought it was well that was like a well done uh, set it up pretty well. Uh, way to fit it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, did you start already? I started, yeah. Oh. What were we going to look up? I thought you were waiting while I looked this up. You're not looking up shit at Star Trek. I'm playing my game. That's <laughs> correct. Fucker. <laughs> oh, I told you to wait. He started. That's his fault, not mine. So, yeah, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, it's been uh, 32 years since uh, the last mm. Ghostbusters with this cast. Yeah. But only five since the last one that was the girl. Well, I rewatched the other one too. And we were going to talk about that while we did this one, right? The girl one? Yeah. So and I get so- the point. I rewatched it and I don't remember being as annoyed rewatching it now than I was then. Because I thought, a part of me thought they're stepping on my childhood and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Then I rewatch it and you get older, you start to understand like they're trying to reenact what they did with the a Saturday Night Live staff, right? All, yep. the, all the actors and they're coming from Saturday Night Live. How they can't redo this. And it was, it was really like a proper homage to it, like a respectful thing. But I didn't see that originally when I registered. I was like, I'm right. It was just it. frustrating. I think the answer to the call was the big thing it was missing to me always was the original two movies. New York was a character. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they, that's like a cliche thing to say, but mm-hmm. it really was. It was not only these Ghostbusters and the ghost. It was New York was a character. And this new the, move, the, the six man, the six uh, man. Exactly. If you will. <laughs> and the uh, answer to the call didn't make it was it took place in New York, but it didn't feel like it was ever in New York. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. uh, the bad guy being somebody mechanically making something to bring ghosts was goofy and weird. But the characters, I never had a problem with any of the girls being, any of the ladies being the Ghostbusters mm-hmm. and stuff. I thought that worked very well. Even like getting Leslie Jones in there kind of naturally working, you know, in the subway system. I, I've watched it too and, you know, and, and rewatched mm-hmm. it. And I thought it was funnier. There were things that I was like, oh, this is actually, it I works. still didn't think it was funny. Oh, okay. See, I, but I did like. The one girl to play like a version of Egon. Yes, I liked her a lot. Like she, she almost was, had the curly hair yeah, like you did I in kinda, the cartoon. Kind of really liked that look on mm-hmm. her with the right mm-hmm. crazy hair and all that too. Um, I still didn't find Leslie Jones very funny at all in this movie. Do you like her normally though? Or uh, I've seen her on Saturday Night Live a few times. Okay. I don't know. I guess I don't. I'm not, I'm not the. I don't like screaming comedy type stuff. Like loud, loud. Comedy. Yeah, that's not my kind of comedy. So she's that type of comedy. So I've I don't been to your really, house. <laughs> it's nothing but loud. Uh, the the other thing too. This, Am I laughing? The answer to the call really got us Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. because it was the first time Chris Helmsworth was allowed to be kind of funny like mm-hmm. that. Yep. I mean, he was a highlight in that. And then when they fit all the original cast members in that, they were all cameos of different types of characters than themselves. And uh, the, my big problem always with the answer to the call was the ending. You had this big showdown at this building, and then this giant ghost that looks like again too many references because you had Slimer in there and Slimer's girlfriend mm-hmm. and. Um, you have this big showdown at the end with this big ghost, and things are getting destroyed. They go into the void, like the big Hero 6 void, 
and they kind of pull everybody back and save the day, then everything goes back to normal. And that was like a big problem. I, had. I think it cost like 146 million and it just all that money for what? Like you should have had yeah, at least she, yeah, you don't see the city damage still. But again, that's another situation like I was bringing up in the other podcast where you had comedians involved. Paul Feig, the guy that directed it, he did all these other Melissa McCarthy movies. He lets the actors improv. Mm-hmm. So they don't have things necessarily written to go. This is where we got, want everything to go. Make up jokes. So like with remember with the end with the sandwich getting thrown back mm-hmm. or she takes a sandwich from Chris yeah. Hemsworth, throws it, and then yeah. they keep throwing it back. That was all like improvised on the set. Mm-hmm. And it's just that's the way it works for his other movies with her, mm-hmm. like Spy or uh, uh, Bridesmaids or whatnot. Ghostbusters doesn't get treat shouldn't get treated that way. I mm-hmm. mean, that one, the original 1984 Ghostbusters, when Dan Eckerd came up with it, he had it was like a, a, a big tome. It was a huge screenplay. And Harold Ramis went, you've got something here. I'm going to take a crack at it and tighten this up because we're going to get rid of a lot of this gobbledygook because he's so into like paranormal activity mm. type stuff that, you know, he gets really, he had a TV show for a while, like on um, Sci-Fi Channel talking about like unexplained phenomenon, oh, okay. Dan Aykroyd, like forever ago. And so he's like obsessed with it. And uh, between Ivan Reitman and him, like they really, really pared it down. And then you throw in the um, Bill Murray, you know, personality mm. in there who's just going to give this chill, relaxed you know, add these comedic moments that maybe weren't in the script, like with the little piano, like mm. they hate when you do that. You know, like <laughs> all those little pure Bill Murray. Oh, yeah, I've always wanted to try this. Pulls the tablecloth and the flowers are still standing where they even take him off camera and just have him saying it off camera because <laughs> there's other story going on. Mm. You know, there's a legit story in the original movie. 89, you know, they're trying to recapture the magic. There was a cartoon that was already that was kind of hot and painting. It was becoming there was two Ghostbuster cartoons that were rolling. One was called the Real Ghostbusters. Another one's called the Ghostbusters. Yeah, the right? other one. Yeah, so the yeah. other one, the Ghostbusters name. There was an old show in the seventies mm. called Ghostbusters, and it was the the two two weird like safari hat looking guys yes. with the gorilla a guy in a gorilla costume, mm. and they were Ghostbusters. It was like meant to be kind of like I think it was like actually even. It wasn't the actors. It was like Gilligan and Skipper, but it was like actors that have mm. acted like like that before. And uh, that, that's what the name. So Columbia had when they were making this, the script uh, for this movie, they wanted to use the name Ghostbusters, but they weren't sure they were going to get it. So there's actually a video online of them doing the commercial. Remember that scene in the movie where they show in this new movie mm. where they keep going. Are you a paranormal activity? Blah, blah, blah. They had like different names in case they couldn't get rights to Ghostbusters. And what happened was the producer, God, what was the trade-off? I used to know this. But the producer that worked at Columbia had some kind of angle with somebody else and made, gave like, oh, here's the rights to do this so we can have the Ghostbusters name. And it only applied to the movie, so that's when the cartoon filmation mm. made Ghostbusters. Let's go, Ghostbusters, let's go. And they had the like, talking car, remember? So the and had the big... Curly white hair and the- no 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 no. This is the other Ghostbusters. Okay. That real Ghostbusters. That's why they had to be called the real Ghostbusters because they didn't have the rights for that. So that's why the other show got uh-huh. made simultaneously. Um, but yeah, 80, so uh, yeah, in eighty nine. You know, they kind of had trying to put that cap recapture that magic. You know, you know that's why you had the Statue of Liberty walking mm-hmm. around. Which again, New York being a major character. But at the end of that movie, where's the Statue of Liberty after they defeat all the pink slime? It's laying down on the ground next to the museum or the library or whatever, you know, the ending scene or no, the museum at the end of the movie. So that to me is what made answer the call bad. So now we get cut, cut to this. 
So at one point in time when uh, Dan Aykroyd wanted to make part three, they were working for years mm-hmm. trying to get it going. I and he, this, yeah. he always had the idea of it'll be us kind of phasing out and we're going to have new people. At one point they had... Kids, I thought. No, no, it was younger comedians. They had Chris oh. Rock, Ben Stiller, and Chris Farley all attached. Oh. To be, like, they were going to be okay. the, the ones that they were training. Bill Murray kept going, I'm not doing another sequel. That second one sucked. I'm not. He was always the loose cannon. Mm. He goes, you get a good script maybe. And he'd kind of, oh, maybe I'll do it. Nope, I'm not going to do it. Maybe I'll do it. No, I'm not going to do mm. it. So Dan Aykroyd had the idea. It was called Ghostbusters 3 Hellbent. Mm-hmm. And it was the idea that they would get sucked into a parallel Earth. And they would be in Mal- Manhattan. And everything was like a hell version. And they would like fight Satan and all this stuff. And it ended up becoming the video game that they made. Oh, I had the video game for the PS3. Yeah, it's so a that's, pretty good video game. Yeah, so that's basically Ghostbusters 3. Actually, it's a 3. really good video I've game. Heard, I've always heard <laughs> that. And that's what how, basically the wasted and scrapped ideas for Ghostbusters 3 back in the day. And then when Harold Ramis passed away, they really shelved it and they went, okay, we're not going to be able to do this anymore. And then that's how the reboot happened. Now, because of the reboot with Paul Feig, um, that's when uh, Jason Reitman, who's Ivan Reitman's son, he he came out when he first was announcing this movie, remember? He said, uh, oh, this one's for the fans. And everybody kind of went, ooh, he's slamming. He was like, no, no, no. I mean, he goes, Paul Feig broke the door down to make it make us make us be able to make even another Ghostbuster movie. But he, he, his vision came to him as he imagined a little girl in a field with a photon pack in that grassy field. And he, that just image just kept popping in his head. He's like, who is that girl? What, what is this story? But he says if they didn't have that other reboot, his version would have never got to see the light of day of having this young girl who ends up becoming, you know, it's, it's Egon's granddaughter. But uh, so he, he didn't tell anybody that he was going to be working on this. So he went and got his buddy Gil Keenan who uh, he's a filmmaker. He directed uh, Monster House. His other criteria, his other films he did are not great. He did uh, that City of Ember, which you've probably seen, right? Sounds familiar, but... It- it's, it's like the underground... I think it's Bill Murray's in that one, and it didn't get... I, I thought it sounded cool and looked cool, but never got good ratings. And then he also did Poltergeist remake, which was fucking awful. But uh, he worked with him on the side, and they basically went, we're going to write our own screenplay. We're going to do it ourselves. We're going to make it, you know, make it work. And then we'll kind of approach up the ladder. So first thing, I think they went to like his dad, Ivan Reitman. And he's like, hey, uh, you know, this is what we wrote. What do you think? And he's like, oh, OK. Then they go to Dan Aykroyd because these are the keepers of the, the the legacy. And then he liked it. Then they went to like, you know, Sony and they're like in Columbia. And they're like, hey, can we make this version? And they went, oh, OK. So they had no studio interf- interference going, no, you need to do it this way. You need to do it this way because they had a finished product so- sort of ready to go. And then Bill Murray came on board because he liked that it was a family theme to it. Because that's what he said. He wanted to focus more on this family theme than Ghostbusters in the city. So uh, I guess I kind of spoiled what I would have asked Jay about the basic plot of this one. But uh, it's about ghosts. <laughs> oh, what about do- busting? Yes, ghosts. Ghosts. Yes. So because busting makes me feel good. I've I, you talked know enough. What? It must be. It it'd have to be a pretty hot ass ghost. Because busting makes me feel good. Right, literally. Well, the <laughs> what what that's particle you guys, accelerator makes a whole lot of sense. You guys talk. You talk. You like I've talked enough for the moment. Like, what do you, what are your thoughts on for like what are your what's your old relationship with the Ghostbusters and uh, the old ones and what? So I remember when Ghostbusters two came out. I was what year was that? Eighty nine. I still remember being like a kid when it came out. Mm-hmm. I was eleven or something like that when it came out. So I went and I remember seeing it at the drive-in, Fort Wyoming drive-in. I remember really liking it. I remember seeing like the painting, the eyes falling, the people around in the painting, and then. All the water slime going to pink. Yeah. And the, I am Vigos. Vigos. Yeah, that's what that was. Right. Yeah. Right. And then uh, 
But I do remember, and I remember the original Ghostbusters with the two, uh, I, my brain are like large pit bulls as a little kid. The terror thought, dogs, yeah. Yeah, the terror dogs, I thought too. I remember that scene from that movie, like, I remember the party scene where Sigourney Weaver busts open the door and she's wearing that dress and he's standing there with his hair all messed up or mm-hmm. something like that. And, and the winds is blowing for no reason around mm-hmm. her hair or something and like that. that's when you busted. I mean, I don't know, it's been a long time since I've seen this, but that's where my brain Well, that, that's what they're that the gatekeep, gatekeeper yeah. and the key master, yeah. which- he yeah. was the key master, and he always locked himself out of the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. Which I never, somebody recently brought that up to me, and I go, oh, I go, I never really put the two of those together. I go, I always took it as gatekeeper, vagina, key master, dick, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I always they took it that way. switched it around in the new one. I, did they? I don't think so. The girl was the key master. She was master. still Zool. No, she well, was, no. But she called herself the key master, and the other one was the gatekeeper. I don't think so. Yes. I don't think so. No, because Zool. Watch it again. Zool is. We don't have the, to look it up. Why would we prove your point? You look it up. If you're the one who has to prove it, we don't have to no, prove it. You have to prove We're it. We're both saying you're wrong. So I am correct. Zool is the one that took you're Dana incorrect. and was the, yeah. the gatekeeper. Yeah, yeah. he's but wrong. The na- but I mean, this one. No. Well, you're only saying that. We're getting a little head on this stuff for the new movie. But no, I ain't getting no head out on this one. So the uh, <laughs> like like Ray did in uh, the original <laughs> Ghostbusters because that that I read an article also talking about how um, these the original movie was definitely made. It was a movie made for adults that kids could watch, and kids liked all the gross, mm. scary body mm. humor type things in it. And then it was also like a kid movie because it had this juvenile humor to it, but it was definitely a, wa- adults wanted to mm. watch it. And once it kind of got the cat came out, got out of the bag, you know, it was a kid's property. Like Ninja Turtles started that way. Ninja Turtles was well, a it, spoof of Daredevil and dark things, yeah. and then all of a sudden it turned into a cartoon. Then it became a well, kid they, thing. They turned Slimer. They turned Slimer into like a. Well, Slimer wasn't kid. even a thing in the original movie. No, well, he, he was. He became he was, one in the. Cartoon. He was only like a few minutes. Well, and he was then gross. He became, a kid he became their friend, or, or in the cartoon they made him like. The fifth mass. Well, that's what Jason. Yeah, that's what Jason Reitman said. He goes. He kind of became the Dalmatian of the firehouse yeah, yeah. as it went oh, on. That's cool. why. Spoiler alert: He's not in this one. Like so, that's the only thing. That's not really uh, no, his cousins in this one. So well, that's movie, what they wanted to create a new gross monster. Like so, the, the movie starts. Um, yeah, so yeah. It's big wheat field. Uh, there's some kind of monster walking up through it. You have Harold. Um, Egon. Well, Egon. We, we assume. I mean, we know, we don't know who it is. You keep seeing the side shadow. The hair is definitely there. They definitely. The hair is definitely going on. In the glasses, um, yeah. So he keeps he steps on a puddle, and you don't know what's going on. Right. At least I didn't. No. Nope. And then all these electricity and things mm-hmm. going off. You're like, nope. he's really going out of his way just to trap whatever this is in he front taunt- of him. He was taunting the other creature, yeah, whatever it was. Ghost, we'll say. So ghost, not creature, um, ghost. Yeah, it's all ghost. So did he end up catching that? He caught thing the one, and it went back into the house and sat down. Yep. And then um, the other one, looking for its partner, right, mm-hmm. um, kills him. Uh, makes him look like well, he, he dies of a heart he attack. Di- well, he did die of a heart attack. Oh, okay. So, so it couldn't take it. him. Right. It couldn't take him because he died of a heart attack. Oh, so he ends up living in the house. That's how he's he's a ghost in a different way. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. That explains it. So, yeah, that because that's also why well, we'll get to something at the end. But, yeah, that he, he actually did physically die of a heart attack okay. in that moment. He didn't get to take it. Because remember, when Dana got taken by the, by Zool, because the, they do the same thing with that creature coming out of the couch, mm-hmm. she gets actually taken away to, like, another and dimension. put in the refrigerator. Right, I remember yes. the refrigerator. It's a yeah, but she, he stayed there. It was trying to take him, and then he died. I've almost, almost to kind of you save. can open up and it would go to another room. I don't even want a fridge. I just want a fridge. That opens up and goes to another room. That would be that cool, was, like a hidden sweet. room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking like in Squid Game when they move the refrigerator to go behind the yeah. tunnels. Well, but do you do you think like the ghost the the other terror dog probably like. Actually, kill him, making it look like a, a heart attack. I mean, attack it wasn't trying to kill him, but it was probably he, trying to take over. He was trying to get the the mate 
right? The other dog, the other terror dog kind mm-hmm. of thing. Whatever. Yeah, because he hid that trap in the floor. So he had the other one, yeah. So like, I, I would, I would almost think like you already have the two dogs basically, and you stole one. So you're trying to get your partner well, back. You stop them, yeah, so. if you stop them from uh, mating, uh, being together though. Right, it's it doesn't even have to be the mating. Why is some? Because the movie kind of switches that up. You think it's the mating that brings them out, but well, then something happens, and you, the yeah, person, well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to some of so that. I, I didn't think I was confused after so that. Yeah, he, yeah, so he dies, and then now we the find. Oh uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Cal, Callie was her name. They tell her, "Hey, your dad's dead," and uh, well, she's like, "Cool, I'll just get the rental check. Mm-hmm. I'll go there for this house, and mm-hmm. I'll take whatever, whatever it is." Left to me, yeah. So they they packing. So she ends up getting evicted out of her house from the same landlord. It looked to be that was Spider Man's landlord for Tobey <laughs> Maguire. Yeah, you just uh, needed the daughter giving him a. It was the same pe- like stereotypical accent. Like I don't know what happens in New York. All these landlords are act like this. Yeah, because I don't even like know. This. Were they in New York? I don't, I don't even know. know where they it were. had the same like Spider Man landlord <laughs> accent. That was like, what are they all retired like Russian dudes? I don't know what's going on or, or Yugoslavian. I don't, I don't know. Right. Um, but she had the same landlord. It was well. Um, when you leave, I'll uh, change the locks or blah, 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 because he heard the daughter was fucking up the electricity, whatever the hell she was doing. Yeah. Uh, she was being a yeah, scientist, she, I get, but. Yeah, she dug into the, the, the electricity and got them 220 for some reason, because every apartment needs 220. She needed it for something she yeah. was doing. Yeah, her experiments. Yeah. So, yeah, Phoebe, young Phoebe, she mm. honestly, highlight of the movie. Where is she from? Okay, so there's two two actors in this. I, the whole movie, I'm going, God, this young actor, she's going to be huge. We know him. From Stranger Things. Well, the uh, Finn Wolfhard, yes. yeah, Stranger Things, which he was a Ghostbuster in yeah. Stranger Things too. He didn't think he was going to yeah, get mm-hmm. the part when he was trying out for this because he goes, "Oh, that like it's too referential." But, yeah. but yeah, no, this young girl, uh, her name is McKenna Grace. I didn't know the whole movie who who that actress was, and I kept going, "This little girl's really good." Yeah. Once I saw the end credits, I went, "Oh, McKenna Grace." I've heard that name. I've never seen anything she's in, but I've heard other actors on other shows always going, "Oh, she's in everything right now. She's going to be huge one day." Well, then I looked up and I saw she always plays almost the young version of the main character and things. She's been in two movies we've seen as the younger version of characters. One of them is Malignant. When they do the flashbacks of oh, her dude, in the hospital. Had no I would idea. never have gotten it. And then Captain Marvel. She was young Captain Marvel. She was like young I, Tanya in the Tanya Harding movie oh, with Margot Robbie. Oh. She's done a lot of that stuff. Then she's done other Disney things. And I think she's in this movie called Troop Zero, which was on Amazon about like Girl Scouts. She's mm-hmm. done things. Just nothing we've seen, but I've heard of her, and I'm like, oh yeah, she was so good as like Egon. She was like Egon esque in yeah. this, and her own thing too. But um, like her, like trying to tell jokes. I did really like the joke, the first joke she says with, uh, "Why should you never trust uh, Adam? Why should you never trust an Adam? Yeah, they make up everything. Make up everything I mean, yeah. like that's that's good. That's a good. Oh, uh, the hamster one was butter. Now, similarly, the uh, Carrie Coon who plays the mom. That's right. She's another actress. I've heard her name. Huh? That what? was. I've heard her name Hamsters? I've heard her name all the time Everywhere Tiddlywinks Like all the nerd sites I go to Always like rave Like oh Carrie Coon's Gonna be in this character And I'm like I go I don't know I've never seen anything She's been in But she was in Things we've seen also Was she Coyote Ugly? Nope She was she likes the, the voice of Proxima Midnight In uh, Age of Ultra I mean in um, Thanos is The Warrior Woman Oh okay And then she was in Gone Girl That was like her first thing I think she played Ben Affleck's sister But it was not anything That sticks okay. with me but the things that everybody knows her from or like the nerd sites that love her was she was in Fargo, the TV show. Okay. And she was in Leftovers, which everybody like loves. Everybody likes I've never, never seen it. Everybody loves her. But Jay, that. there's a movie she was in that you probably saw. Kin. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you remember her in that? What's Kin? That's it's like so, where a kid finds like an alien gun or something. So, yeah. Well, Kin, yeah. A kid finds an alien gun, but it turns out the kid is um, actually a part of this. 
Was this a spoiler? Because it's something I wanted to see. Is it? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay, well, then I, then I picked that as my next Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> so they get to the farm, the three, this young family, this three, three-person family. The dirt farm. The, the dirt, dirt farm. Farmer. That's what everybody calls him, the dirt farmer, because he never grew anything. Um, we never know anything about her mom, and we just know that her dad has been absent from her whole life. Like she, he, she's, she's like he's expressed no interest in me. I have zero interest in him. Um, they get to this beat up old house, those stacked books, just like the library mm. scene. You know, oh yeah. Um, there's numbers the, all along the ceiling. The house from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it, it, wasn't it? It sort of looked, yeah, it looked rough. It was a very rough looking house. And then Annie Pot shows up. Now we saw her in the previews. We knew she was going to be there. Janine. I always thought she was going to be the mom. Like she was like. Basically, was her. That's what I, was, I thought, oh, he well, got hooked up with her, had a kid, and well, he got that's disappeared. Still the rumor. Oh, is it? But she didn't say, she was acting like the realtor. How would she yeah. not even know oh, who and her then mom she was? Didn't, yeah, she didn't say mom or. Like, not at all. So there's a scene that never made the cutting room floor of the original Ghostbusters. That doesn't help the story, though. Listen to me. Why? Where Egon and Janine, and then in the movie, they cut it out the movie, get together. Oh. And move on with their life. She hugs them, and Bill oh. Murray walks by and goes, You kids, get a room. Oh, but Janine and Egon do have a relationship. That's because they didn't want the X rated. Oh. So it's a strong rumor that she is the mom, and they might fix that in the next Ghostbusters. Okay. Movie. Just some research I was doing. And okay. Oh, yeah, well, like, and we'll talk about more of that in a little bit. Good too, reason so. to keep that one out of the story. Um, well, she kind of stutters over her words, too, when she goes into the house and everything, too. Kind of makes you, well, me and your dad had a, me and him had a blah, blah, blah. And she kind of moved on from it. Well, we were friends, or we were, she kind of mm-hmm. chooses her words a little different. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she says something, too, like she took yeah. care of. Yep. Even keeping the he couldn't pay his bills, so she kind of took care of him. But there's like no money. Well, you this. find out Winston was paying for well, everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's yeah, later. But um, then we uh, see the kids. They're in the in the town in the summer. Uh, the little girl Phoebe. She goes to summer oh. school, and that's how Paul Rudd gets introduced into the story. She was in Gone Girl too. He's not fucking hate you. <laughs> And uh, he's he's a terrible teacher. He just puts on like eighties yeah. horror. Oh, Cujo, 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 Cujo. Cujo. kids to watch. Yep. Yeah, child's play. Well, he goes into the next room and tries to figure out the seismic. Yeah. So there's always every day or whatever. There's like an earthquake and they cannot figure out. He can't figure out. There's no fracking in town. There's no seismic. You know, uh, fault or anything. That would be a much bigger thing than just having some like random Rambo. You said uh, other people would be there trying to figure out what's totally going on. for yeah. sure. The government would definitely, there would be way Well, it looks bigger. like there's a lot of stuff not in the area, like. They were trying to pull off, like, given the, like, oh, everyone just says, oh, it's fracking, whatever. They they mentioned that earlier on, but then he's like, there's been no fracking anywhere near here. Mm-hmm. Why do it? Because everyone's so anti-fracking. Because it's in Oklahoma, and that's a common thing Because nobody understands what fracking too. is. That's how, why they off to turn into a big old fucking environmental bullshit Fracking thing. isn't good. We're, of we're course. We're doing something unnatural to the earth, and that they, what is it doing? Oklahoma had. They're shoving a bunch of saline down into the ground That's in places fracking. it's not supposed to be to push the gas up so they can get all this natural gas. That's not fracking. It ruins all the fucking water, water supplies, everything yes. over near the areas. That that's so when you're they're pulling the, oil. The, no, you're going to ruin. You're talking the, about to put a lighter that's to there. That's what they're pulling oil out of the thing and filling. That's not fracking. But go on. It's, I forgot Jay works for the oil industry. He works for everything tonight. Um, so oh, do I? They uh, the kids. I, I was working the, for you. Shut the fuck up. The son finds like this little diner. Would you like to work for Smith? Which, shut the fuck up. Right? Does every kid in town work at this diner? They do. Is that it's the only the, restaurant? It's the like, only thing there. And everybody goes there to eat, I guess. Right. So they, supposedly, but uh, it, he goes there and crushes on the girl right very, away. Yeah, very throwback kind of eighties, fifties feel. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole time, like everything. Spinners is the name of the place. Yeah. To be honest, the whole place. Yes, she was. The whole film <laughs> reminded me of Child. 
<laughs> the whole film reminded me of like it was filmed very close to looking like an eighties film. I thought he did a good job. Jason Reitman did a good job of. Uh, well, you can make it look like an eighties movie if you put it in a small town too. Yeah, right? it does help. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because how many movies like Cujo and you know we've yeah. seen these movies that they always take place in places like that. And he sees the uh, girl working there, so he tries to get a job and lies about his age. So then, like that's his going to be his little side story. Phoebe in school, she's meeting a kid named, he calls himself Podcast, because yeah. he podcasts. Uh, he was 22. Like, uh, he really found his way around episode 46. Yes. yes. <laughs> and uh, he- uh, 22, fuckface. He, 22 uh, what? She's 22 years old. Who? What, why'd you even look it up? Because he said she was a child. She, the movie That's she Lucky, is. the character named Lucky. Yeah, she was 17 in the movie. Um, the uh, oh, Thank you for making yourself feel better. Yeah. So well, It was actually just so the kids say you were wrong. The I kid, was wrong. The kids are now talking like uh, she she kind of befriends him. This is a, seems like it's probably her first friend. Actually, there was a scene they showed in the previews that wasn't in this movie where the kids like spit like like spilled chips in her face or something. You remember like they made like some kind of gun and she, it didn't seem like she was really getting picked on at school. No, they probably took that out. They might the have taken it out. Like that, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a good point. They might have. Um, so then she, uh, how did, what was the sequence of events of, after that point? They. She she takes them back like he, that's when podcast. Well, she talks to the teacher and here she breaks down everything on how she understands everything that the teacher understands. He's like, "Well, you're smart. How do you know?" And he goes, "Well, this should happen before this, but this happens before this. That's how we know it's yeah not the different that. way type of seismic activity, mm-hmm. right?" Yep. And then um, so her and podcast are walking through oh, town, but that was after she recognized the uh, seismic map. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. why she brought it up. Yeah, that's why she yeah. brought it up. Thanks, right. Captain Obvious. Exactly. <laughs> Aren't you playing Star you Trek? Totally Go play Star Trek. Play Star Trek. I totally skip that though. So I'm trying to think what happened next. Um, so she, the mom. The go- oh, she has the ghost encounters. Oh, she, she finds has a troubles PKE at, meter underneath. She the has chair. troubles at school, and the teacher drops her off at home. Right. And that's how he meets the mom. That's how Paul Rudd meets the mom. He takes her home. Did you guys actually no, watch oh, the movie, or does just oh, he meets going the mom by hearsay? Because she's dropping off the daughter, and he goes, he's the school teacher for that summer, and he goes, yeah, I don't mind teaching summer school, because all the kids out here are pretty fucking dumb, or pretty dumb, and yeah. the one walks by, and he says, see, he makes fun of the kids, and they kind of click really well. Yeah, because right. they're yeah. both acerbic, kind of like the same kind of sense, yeah. dark sense of humor. Yeah. And then, yeah, no, she finds a PKE meter right under yeah. the couch right away, and that's when she starts seeing things happen in a room, like the chessboard gets knocked over, so she sets it up, and now she's playing, playing chess with, chess with her, her, her grandpa, and then uh, he leads her to like downstairs in this uh, oh, yeah, that's right. uh, hidden like li- late, like uh, where all his equipment is basically that cave and yeah exactly and he's Who moving the, the lamp. Board? Egon, I and, hope you lose a thousand. And he's moving the uh, he's moving the lamp, kind of like the yeah. Pixar lamp, like looking around, and mm. she starts fixing the equipment and stuff like that. And then that's when her and podcast are bonding. Like it's very it's the pacing well, the is sun, very off. The sun comes back. He goes to the garage. Starts. This is the first. Oh, so yeah. you're almost in this movie, close to uh, 40, 45 minutes of time before you see any Ghostbusters symbols whatsoever. So when I when I had reviews, when I was listening to reviews and everything, they're like it's very fan service, very this and that. But to take forty to fifty minutes before you even show me a Ghostbusters symbol, I think it was very very good of this movie to do that. Yeah, it it's very slow pace. Of the it get-go. didn't feel because it was focusing service. on the family, right? Well, yeah, you, got, you got you. You got to know the girl. You got to know the boy. You got to know the history behind it, and they really focused on that. And they, they didn't want to show you anything mm-hmm. Ghostbuster until that was built up already, mm-hmm. which I was I thought was a very very good job of doing that. When I we'll get to the fan servicey stuff too, but it didn't seem like it was forced on you. It seemed like it just I don't know. I read the reviews and it kicked it. I'm like, but why would you say that when it's fifty almost? 
45 minutes into the movie before they even show you the first ghost. So he's in the garage. He goes to lift a blanket up, and then he puts the blanket back down again. You already see the Ghostbusters mm-hmm. symbol on the side. Then he puts it back down again. And anyway, he decides he's going to fix this car and work on it. And then he takes it for a spin out in the uh, wheat fields. and um, Wheat? That's what they're growing? Okay, so yeah. So well, yeah, I don't no, know so, But is. first, yeah, he's... As he's fixing that, yeah. she's farmer. fixing the, fo- the the photon pack. Yes. Then her and podcast are going out in the field yeah. and shooting things. Oh, she also found yeah. the ghost trap. So did the ghost trap happen before the photon? That's she, what Egon led her to. Oh, because no, she brings she's, the ghost she's, trap. To she's school. going through the thing looking, and that little blue ghost is eating all the metal shit in the but garage. That's, but yeah, but that's after no. she let some out after Paul Rudd gets involved too, right? Because they basically bring yes. the ghost trap to school. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they open up the ghost trap. They're like, okay, should we do this? And he hooks up to his car. And then that's where that, like, terror Egon dog. led her to the That's trap. when the other dog cut out, right? Right. Yeah, that's and goes back into the mountain. All right. And meanwhile, even uh, the son, he's up in the mountain with all the friends. And they're yes. seeing ghosts. That's what the, the yes. muncher ghost comes out at that's that point. Right. Yep. And so then now she's simultaneously fixing this gun pack. And, like, they're practicing, like, a shooting range. She just destroys everything. And then that's when they see the blue ghost muncher. Yes. So they charge, start chasing him down. First name carpet, and then the uh, the the Ecto one, and he's finally fixed it. And he's racing mm-hmm. it through the wheat field, mm-hmm. and then that's when they kind of come together as mm-hmm. she's chasing the ghost, and he pulls up on the side of the road like, "Hey, hey!" They hop in the Ecto one, mm-hmm. and they start chasing. They start figuring all that stuff they go out into, pretty quickly. Yeah, okay. yeah. She's Wasn't in a sidecar. I don't know about you, but if I listen, I work at Best Buy, and I have young people all the time. Like, I'll go over and somebody will show me a flip phone, and I'll just go through it and figure it out. And they'll try it, and they can't figure it out. It's beyond their, it's weird, like, the knowledge thing isn't, like, it's not that, I don't know how to explain it, like, it's too complicated for them to figure out. Old people or young people? Young people. Young people are on older devices. Too oh, on older it's devices. too simple. On older devices. No, it's not simple. It's complicated it's for them. No, the newer stuff's more simplistic. They're looking at like, dude, I can't figure this out. Right, you look at it because of my age. I'm like, oh, look at it, blah, blah. And I can figure it out. Well, you have more knowledge because you've done more. You've but, seen the change Right, they're only jumping in well, at new. But I would look at something. I go, no, well, let's try this and see what this happens. Let's do this and see what it's this like happens. when you deal with people that are taking programming classes these days. These days, you sit there, they're like, "Oh, I, I'm a programmer." No, no, you're not. You can just use. You're learning code. You, you can use a software that a programmer made yes. so you can program shit. Yes, I just I would have a, a hard time. No matter yeah. how smart those kids are, I think they would have a hard time figuring that stuff out almost instantly. Driving, but whatever. Or, we're established that they're smart kids, right? Driving? So. Wait, what? I mean, well, that's the thing is they, they've kind of shown that they're mechanically uh, capable. Yeah, he with, is. He, both of them are, but for older tech. Like, So mm. I think that kind of worked. And also if there's any kind of inherent oh. gene. And also Egon was sort of showing her yeah. how to fix things. Yeah, true. Um, so that that's partly oh, right. there, too. The needle nose pliers, and it was sitting right in fucking front yeah, of her face. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But you, you can tell when, the car, when they were driving into town... The car broke down or something, and the boy went around. Right, and, they, and they do so a they real quick shot. Really yeah, they did a real quick shot. They let you feel shot. comfortable so when he does mm-hmm. what he's about to do. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well, plus so, they're the driving car, through town, car going after the too. muncher, right? And, and that's Destroying probably one of the cooler scenes. The whole fucking town. They start, they, turn, they turn spinners to sinners. Mm-hmm. They knocked out the fucking pee. Mm-hmm. Uh, they destroyed that's the movie. That's what we do. They, they uh, knocked, knocked the movie symbol, the movie sign, whatever movie was playing. I didn't get the name of the movies that were playing. Fuck that up. Um, they're just going through the town, destroying the town. Yeah, cock blocked the date that they were on. The mom, oh, was the mom, on. yeah, the mom and the, the oh. teacher. Yeah, they were on the date in the well, restaurant. Well, they get arrested at the end of this. Um, yeah, they catch. They do catch yes. Muncher. 
the blue ghost yes. that e- eats metal. Well, they get arrested. I like for... that he shot like bullets, like almost like he could spit. The Did metal you like out. The, the little race car? That thing was going fast as hell, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, RC thing. Man, yeah. the battery life on that thing was amazing. Insane, especially to go as fast as it was it doing. Was, right? Oh fuck, dude, yeah. that thing was hauling ass. Yeah. I mean, some of them actually go really fast. They do actually. Yeah, the new... they go super fucking fast actually. But, um, but for as long as that thing was going, it tried retreating back to the thing where all the ghosts were going. And they ended up catching it and getting arrested and going Yeah, back. right at the bridge of Shando uh, Mining Company. Yes. Which is, uh, Shandor is the, Ivo Shandor is the guy who built the building in the original Ghostbusters yep. movie, which they kind of talk about and a little later. They mentioned the, the cesium that they use, right? Cesium or, or, or whatever, so whatever, the, whatever the metal, yeah. Yeah, it was some weird. Whatever they said was good for conducting in the original movie. Yep. They mined it from this town, which is what explained when they go into the cavern, you see this big... Sumerian sculpture because I kept going it was another one of those centuries where I'm like what is what 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 and then when they explain oh this is where they were mining and I go okay that actually tracks that if this guy was determined to build this building in New York you know he would have some kind of a footprint here this is massive yeah this massive conductor in New York but this was the origins of it so it was yeah it's a post story for the origin yes it's yeah origin story that's why I said it's a sequel slash reboot but also kind of a prequel in a certain way too mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the kids all get arrested, or the, the three of them podcast, and uh, what is Finn Wolfhard's character? What's the brother's name in this? I can't remember. Trevor. So Trevor, oh, Phoebe, oh. and uh, podcast get arrested. Yeah. Lucky, well, the girl yeah. crush. Well, she's like, sorry, she goes, what are you in here for? Right, and she's oh, like, oh, yeah. hey, can, if I give you something, will you, you know, to, you you, yep. you, you, you'll, you won't serve time, blah, blah, yep. blah, she's your playing first with aff- them. Yeah, your first offense, you only <laughs> get it maybe two years or something. But that's when you find out Bokeem, Wood, uh, Bokeem Woodbine is her dad, and he's the chief of police mm-hmm. in town, mm-hmm. and then that's where we get the good line of, oh, I've got, I want to make my phone call, and it's like, who are you going to call? Yeah. And then that's what they call the parent or mom. No, they call Dan Aykroyd. No, oh, yeah. no, you're right, yeah, she, she did. Because she wrote down the number off the And I was rude as hell, he hung up the phone on her. Well, he the, the officer did. No, the officer oh, hung yeah. up the phone. Because what if she was talking about, that's a child, you just hung up a phone. I, I thought that was like, that wouldn't happen. At least I hope it wouldn't. I mean, in a so, small town, you never know. But yeah, she yeah. was talking for a long time. I feel like he would have called the parents like, well, he he must have called her because they he were on probably the way, did. Right? I think he did. After he hung up, he And that's why I think yeah. she kind of He let like, her think she was having one phone, phone call. Or I think that's what it was. Played it out so, for him. Yeah. And again, for plot for purposes. But she called out, she called Dan Aykroyd. He had the red phone ring, which he still had, kind of rolled his eyes. He's like, and I'm going to answer in that fucking red phone. I know that's going to lead me. Uh-huh. And I'm talking to this person for a while, realizes in the phone call, she says who her grandfather is. Yep. And then that grabs his attention. And yeah, and it kind of plants the seed for later. Later in the movie, mm-hmm. yep. Which, yeah, that's ob- obvious. And you so, find out that he says uh, Egon, in their opinion, screwed him all over and took all the equipment and disappeared to the mm-hmm. desert because he was onto something well, big and they weren't listening to him. Mm-hmm. And plus they said, yeah. oh, we were too good at busting ghosts, so it was drying up anyway. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's kind of bitter towards Egon. So it's like, okay, the band broke up. You know, it's a Beatles situation. You know, one of them, John Lennon crossed Paul McCartney or whatnot, and here we go. Um, so, yeah, now. The original Ghostbusters, remember that irritating redheaded guy that came down there and accused him of the ghost being fake? And yeah, everything? Peck. Did he say they released the ghost on purpose just so they can have him business and make money? Didn't he accuse them of doing that or something? I can't That's what, yeah, he was accusing them of basically being charlatans. Yeah, and then and he goes, oh, yeah, then all. go ahead. go Yeah, if you open that up, then we're going to le- unleash hell in the city. And then that's when he opened it up, and then all the ghosts reappear. And it's funny because then they become too good at their job. And uh-huh. They did, never did that, and they ended up having no ghosts or anything. So um, we get the kids um, 
back to Paul Rudd and the mom picking up a thing. Then Paul Rudd goes shopping at Walmart, which is the emptiest fucking Walmart I've ever seen in my damn life. And late at night, late at night it would be. Would it's it? 24 hours. Dude, I don't know. I've seen a lot of people in Walmart. Know. I've been in a lot of late late it's night so, 24 hours. stores. But they, they stores. heard you. He was in Walmart getting Walmart ice though, cream, and, and he heard someone screaming. Oh, uh, what kind of ice cream was he getting? Oh, the um. What kind of bag? What kind of was he getting? Damn it! Come I, on, Ant Man. What kind of what kind of ice cream was he getting? He works with this company. Yeah, Mocha something. Baskin Robbins. Yeah, well, Baskin Robbins. He was buying Baskin Robbins ice cream. Oh, like, you I know what you meant? The flavor. I'm trying to no, think no, of the flavor. Do you know what bothered me is the signs in the store were oh, all red. How uh, full the, the the shelves were. And that too. <laughs> that bugged <laughs> the shit out of me. Have you been in a Walmart? Those shelves are not. Full but the like red that. the red numbered signs. I'm like, and they were clean. That was the cleanest Walmart I've ever super seen. Super clean. Well, that was oh. a newer Walmart. You could uh, tell by the outside uh, design. Like, there's a newer style to them. There's some that are really oh. nice looking. Um, All right, I'll give you that. But yeah, so he hears screams in another row. Yeah. And he kind of like... Thinks nothing of it, just keeps something like, okay, I'm going to get... He's walking weird, too. He's doing like some kind of weird sashaying like he's dance. he's singing. Like, yeah. Like well, he had a good date, I guess, with her, so he's maybe kind of happy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it didn't she, end horribly. It just yeah, Did she give up. him a quick kiss or something? Kiss or? on the cheek. Yeah. Yep. So, he, so he's uh, feeling good. walks down the marshmallow Because it was a great... Yeah, because he said it was a great day. It was going to be really tough to top it. Kind yes. of thing. Yeah, and then that's what we yeah. get. Now, I wish those little Stay Puft marshmallows were a secret. So did people come out and complain because surprise. they were committing suicide oh. and people didn't want Have to Have people? Yeah, I think people did complain about the marshmallows uh, committing, the little marshmallow mm. men committing suicide and well, killing the, each oh. other. The, I know he said he envisioned them as being like impetuous children. Like gremlins, right? right? Like, yeah, that's that's Because exactly that's what, what the one, I didn't catch it, but the one that's on the grill melting, yeah. he does like the thumbs up like T2 <laughs> when he's in the, when he's going oh. into the pit, like... Into the lava pit or whatever, the molten, la- molten mm-hmm. uh, metal or whatever. That's what they said. That was a reference to that. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. thought in the previews again that there was a lot more gruesome, uh, like, oh. displays of them. But well, I mean, they put the one in a blender. They put one in. He put himself under the gram underneath, and he's just smiling and grinning. like got the blowtorch melting the chocolate on top of him. Sticking the umbrella. There's lots of stuff going on with the other ones all in the background. Is that a Pinocchio or a Sven? Thing when the umbrella went through his face and the, the oh yeah, then he's like going to touch it and it bites his finger like because they're little assholes too. So. That's a little scene you could probably watch three or four times to catch something different. I'm sure because there's tons of them. Like, and they I got l- the robot uh, cleaning thing and, and you saw where he rolled over and drove over yes, the one. You saw the mush. <laughs> That's why I said that. That to me was the replacement for Slimer because mm-hmm. then you're also evoking the old Marshmallow Man, but now you're having more of this. Uh, child like well, it's what this whole movie did right you like you said it took a grand scheme of New York put it in a small it, town like the, it took everything and made it smaller yeah. didn't it yeah it took even Marshmallow Man yeah. and made him smaller yeah so the whole premise of this whole movie is took something large and made it more focused and smaller uh, so yeah, yeah Marshmallow yes. Man not the exception yeah so then we see the terror dog which I think was a live actual puppet Oh, well, was it? Yeah. In Walmart, it definitely was. Yeah, and it looked a lot better than the old He's eating dog puppet. food. I mean, all the things to eat in Walmart, you decide you're going to eat dog <laughs> but food. But that is weird. So it went into Walmart just to go eat dog food? Like, I mean, because that's allowed to be hungry. It's a I joke. Guess. Yeah, it's a joke. It's allowed to be Yeah, hungry. but it's just a. I don't know. It made more sense in the old one that it was in the apartment building where the, you know, the temple was, that there's going to be these spirits of the terror dogs there to take over the humans in the adjacent uh, apartments. Why it was there, who knows? But I mean, that's the one I think ran away. When they opened the, because uh, if Zul was attacking, how did it get in the store without destroying anything? Because they definitely couldn't get out of the store without destroying the the doors. Which chasing after something, he probably chilled and walked in. How to get in his? How to get in his apartment in the closet in the first one? 
Oh, it did get in the well, apartment. It just appeared. Yeah. But, but no, but, it, but how? It's a ghost. Why? Remember an apartment? What's the name? Open somebody. Have I ever told you? For, it's a, for a ghost, it's very I, I need to track down this comedian. I think I, it feels like it was a Nate Bergazzi joke, but I could be wrong. But this comedian told a joke one time talking about how he heard about this car accident. It was like a 27 car pileup. And he says, he goes, the thing about being in a 27 car pileup, you keep hoping you're not the last one because you're <laughs> then not liable. And he goes, so the first person hits the first person. You're like, Oh crap! I'm I'm liable. And then somebody hits you. You're like, oh, okay, now they're liable. And he goes, and you keep going down the line. You keep going. Oh, I hope, please. And then you're like the 27th guy and go, damn it, I'm in trouble. And he says the whole reason they when they he goes he watched the whole news report about this and and they got to the first person the start of the whole accident. They're like, what happened? Like, what? Why did you stop? What was the problem? She goes, I thought I saw a ghost. Mm-hmm. And then the comedian goes. It's a fucking ghost. You just drive through a ghost. Why would you slam on your brakes for a ghost? But I wish I could remember so I could hear it again. But I remember cracking up with that. But for whatever reason, we're talking about Ghostbusters. It made me think of that. Um, so, yeah. So a ghost basically can just walk into Walmart. But when it becomes physically manifested like it did and chases him. I mean, it's a movie. It's meant to be somewhat exciting. But it catches him and turns him into uh, our new Rick Moranis, basically. Yep, which they didn't do enough with him in a way. I feel like it kind of he became that. And then he put the little flower in his hair, and that was about it. Well, they mean they go out to the mountains together. He's laying on the mountain like it's it's definitely yeah. So the then the other one, how did it get to Carrie Coon? How did it get to her? Because the mom ends up getting the other one in the house. Zool, right? did Zul just appear there too? No, in the um, she was in the secret room. Oh, that's right. So looking she, at the photos and the right. So Egon started talking to her and getting oh, her to go into the basement and, and, and the secret yeah. back cave. You, you see the the smoke. Or whatever. Oh, the that's big white smoke come through, just like an age. Yeah. And she's fine. She finally sees that he was following her life and has all these pictures. Well, it was actually pretty emo- it, I, I got emotional. Oh, that it was part. also like when, in the beginning when um right after he was like he got in the house after he taunted the terror dog, I guess. But the terror dog was invisible in the first one, I guess. Uh, but when he was sitting on the couch, he saw the the, yeah. the fog kind of going through the door, and then also in the it was behind him and then it disappeared, and then it was in the couch or Hold the on. chair. So the dog. Oh, that's right. That was the jump scare. But because it just came right at the camera. But the camera. dog could become smoke and go invisible and go back again. And we're questioning how it ate <laughs> dog food inside Walmart and yes. how it got why it. Would, why would it eat dog food? Why would it do the ghost thing? The it's, smoke thing. It doesn't do the have. Exact same a, thing? It doesn't have a taste for dog food. It has a taste for human flesh. No, it doesn't. It yes, be, it does. It has to be in a human. It doesn't have a taste for human flesh. Oh, really? But why wouldn't it use the smoke to get when inside was, the Walmart? When was the last the dog time food, a terror right? dog was inside you? You don't know. Oh, hey, dog before. we know how his relationship is with his dog, so we should just probably let it, let it he, lie here. He is the one in the middle. The two dogs <laughs> have to come together to, to bring out Jay. That's exactly what he is. Oh, what's, the, what's the main character's so name? So Zul is the one that takes the mom. I don't, know, I don't know what the key master is, but the yeah. gatekeeper is yeah. Zul. And then, yeah, oh. so Carrie Coon gets oh, taken uh, over by Zul. Tim or something. And she, uh, the homage dress, so, I love yeah, it. When she, yeah, well, she, when she goes to rip the shirt, yeah. but I'm like... What? And then it was like ripped. She ripped it and open. It's a Sigourney Weaver this, dress. Like, gold version. It was a Sigourney Weaver dress. It wasn't the same one. It was the was same. It? Col- it wasn't the same color, but it was the I same. I thought it style. looked the same. Okay. I no, I think it was, it was red in the original. This All one right. was like gold. Because I looked at it, I'm like, oh, that's dark. Wait, I was like, oh, that's Sigourney Weaver. Well, that's when I put a note. I go, I go. I think evil women look hot because <laughs> her and then the other one later. Oh, I was like, I'm like, oh. Um. So yeah, then that, that's that's when they hook up basically to bring about Gozer, uh, back into the real world. Because so this again, that's the. People's complaint is this is a very nostalgic, heavy film. So, of course, they have to bring back Gozer. I mean, that's the whole point of this underground Sumerian thing that he was tracking down is Gozer wants to come back and create like a tornado to envelop. Oh, yeah, the old one's like orange. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I guess it, maybe I always thought it was red, but yeah. 
That, the new one was out. Like maybe goldfish color. Maybe because so, but that's inside, so it looks maybe more red. And outside in the yeah. sun, it looked more yellow. But. Zool and Vince. Oh yeah, V I N Vince, Vince Gortho, right, or something like that. Well, it's Glortho. Glortho. C L O R T H O. Glortho, maybe. Glorth? Yeah, yeah, I do Glorth? remember that. I am Vince Glortho. Oh yeah, I am Zool. Yeah. <laughs> God, Rick Moranis is awesome. Um, so the uh, now the underneath in the Sumerian and this oh that was something that explained. They explained what was causing the earthquakes. Yeah. Was Egon set up this whole trap oh, in this mountain. She's trying to get out every day. He or she. Go, she is not a he or a she. They yes. corrected that in this one. So, yeah, you're seeing all of the, the creatures coming out. The PKE meter hits and then all these photons. Shoots right back down to the ground back, again. Which I thought that was really a cool yeah. explanation. I'm like, okay, that works. Yeah. You know, like that this is something he's been setting up all this time on mm-hmm. his own. And that's the stuff that the equipment he probably stole that they're all mad that he stole. Yeah. But. They weren't listening to him. So he had to figure out his own way to get it done. So now Paul Rudd Paul, goes there yep. and lifts up one of them and forces it to destroy mm-hmm. the other one and lift the barrel and out comes um, Gozer. Gozer, which looks a lot like a YouTuber. It, it, it's, no, it's somebody famous. Did you oh, not who know who it was? No. Right away I went, is that so-and-so? And then I kept looking up online and she's uncredited anywhere. But I mean, obviously in Wikipedia, they now say who it is. But uh, Olivia Wilde. That's Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde with the short hair and everything. Uh huh. It was her. She was one of the people supporting to bring out the new Ghostbusters movie, wasn't she? Maybe I don't know. Who's she talking to? Her involved. And then the voice is uh, the woman. Did you ever watch The Expanse? Um, uh, Jay, we, you've watched. The I Expanse, watched season right? one of The Expanse with you guys. So the I didn't watch two the, or three. Yeah, yeah. The Indian woman that's kind of the ambassador on Earth. Yes. And she's kind of got a raspy voice. I know you're talking about. Yep. She does, and she was also in Twenty Four. She does the voice. Olivia of Wilde's Gozer. Ghostbusters came up the second yep. thing. So yeah, so that was like that was a nice surprise cameo, and then also we saw Ivo Shandor, who is in this glass. He's well, like didn't look like her at all. I guess so he's this su- suspended animation. This Ivo Shandor, all these hundred hundreds of years. Did you recognize who he was? Who? So Ivan Ivo Shandor yeah, was some, in this glass cabinet. I've like, seen him preserved. He comes back to life, and he comes up to Gozer. And he's like, "Oh, mate, with me, oh, yeah, we can rule the world." Uh, he's a uh, Gotham City's uh, number one. Uh, it's J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, Jameson, J. Yeah. J. K. Uh, Simmons. Well, he, but he's also uh, Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner Gordon, right? He's all over comic books everywhere. So yeah, he, he, but he stands wow, there. Dude. That does not look like Olivia Wilde. They did a good job. Well, that's the old movie. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's the old movie. Oh, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, the old movie. It looked like Gozer the Gozerian. Yeah, Gozer the Gozerian, a Sumerian god. Okay, I didn't know. I can't. Didn't remember they showed her in the original one. Okay, Olivia Wilde. I, I remember her from House. Yep, I started watching yep. House, and I don't know what she did after that, but she started doing movies and shit yep. like that. But so then the uh, yeah, so she just rips. Did this not ending this movie Shandor. remind you of the ending of the original? No. Uh, well, let's um, build to Suicide Squad. <laughs> uh, the the original ending of the Suicide original. Squad, where the big person's up on stage and all the stuff's going around, and Suicide Squad. Oh original. yes, well yeah, we thought no, Suicide Squad was ripping off Ghostbusters. Yes, yes, it was, yeah. yeah. So yeah, 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 the whole same temple kind of comes out of the mountain underneath yes, this does. mountain. Um, the kids go up and actually use the uh, remote control trap to pull Zul off, yeah. off of the mom. Right. And so then that kind of makes, makes the other one weaker. Gozer becomes like half. Gozer weaker, yep. And then they uh, all escape, and uh, mm. that's when all the little Stay Puffs are starting to attack podcasts in the mm. back of the car and stuff yep. as they're driving back to the farm because they've now figured out. What Egon did was he made the whole farm. It a wasn't trap. a dirt farm. It's mm-hmm. a giant trap. Oh, that's why he's a dirt farmer, because he was setting the traps in the dirt. Exactly. Yeah, they, they nothing ever grew. Can you see somebody out there every day just digging? 
and put something well, in the ground, but nothing ever growing. I think I'd call him a dirt farmer too. Yeah, because that's what the old guy that worked at the the uh, party store would say. He goes, "Oh, he buys such weird things." The hardware now that, store. The hardware store. That guy. That's actually Carrie Coon's husband. That old man. Who's Carrie? In real Coon? life, the mom. Oh, okay. Right. Tracy Letts. He's a playwright. He's an actor too, but he he wrote uh, Bug, which is an old movie with um, Ashley Judd, and then he did August of Sage County, which is a uh, Julia Roberts movie. But mm-hmm. the one that he I've I've I really love is Killer Joe with Matthew McConaughey. If you've never seen that, highly recommend that. It's a fantastic film. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so that that that's where uh, you know that's just a little a little trivia thing. Killer Joe um, is that the one Matthew McConaughey is. Uh He's actually a killer, like, and it takes place mostly in a trailer. This young kid. It's yeah. It's like kids hiring him to kill. Yes, I've his seen his mom. Movie. I've seen that movie. Yes, yeah. I have. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, it's it's good. Okay. It's dark. So the um, they realize like, okay, we got to lure Gozer back to the farm because we can use all this equipment. So that's where they're racing away, and she's chasing them. Um, Paul Rudd is still the other terror dog. Mm-hmm. So they get to the farm. They're trying to do the same thing like we saw in the opening of the movie. And of course, it's not working again. They went to become one. What do you mean they went to become one? Well, they did it on third base. They, third base. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that kid even earlier goes because well, I think they're gonna bone. <laughs> and well, he, well, he said that as like, wasn't it weird that I th- or yeah, his <laughs> the teacher wants to bone your mom or something like that. Uh, like, oh. She goes, I don't express emotions like most kids, but I'm throwing up on the inside. <laughs> like that was perfect. Dude. Uh-huh. Um. So then the. Uh, Things are looking like it's dire. Gozer's walking up. Man, they did a great... I'm going to interrupt real quick. Sorry. They did a great job of making those two look like siblings, though. Welcome to the podcast, I mean, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Trevor and Phoebe. Go go home. What, me? I can't. Go home. I can't. I don't have a wreck. You're uh, not cleaning anything here anyways. (laughs) The... um, uh, Oh, I get to leave work early. Bye, guys. Well, Gozer, does she grab the one trap? Punch me out in an hour. (laughs) Does she grab the one... one trap and opens it up to get the other terror dog out right doesn't she unleash it the terror dog was released um in the by the school bus when uh podcast no was no no, the no. they've captured the one to save the mom but then it comes out and it takes over lucky the girl it that takes over the girl yeah but, yep, but i think gozer opens it up because then now Wait, gozer what? becomes full strength again i forget how the, tr- the, the one dog goes into lucky yeah but i'm trying to i was thinking back at how that played out that's all Oh, oh maybe the no. The, I think the little Stay Puffs fucked with it in the car. I think that's what happened. Oh, and released because it was in the little like okay. remote control thing. I think. Something, I mean, it was if it was streaming, we could check something. It out, yeah, exactly. Not, something like that. But then that's when we get the big reveal of our th- three other remaining living Ghostbusters are there, and they're having their little exchange with Gozer. You know, mm-hmm. like she goes, "Are you a god?" And mm-hmm. They look to Ray, and they're like, "You know what to say this time." You know, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I am a god." Like all the callback lines and. Bill Murray be, being Bill Murray. Making Bill Murray else. aged yeah. more than the other two. Yeah. Like, and I had a black don't crack shit's real because he looks better than the other two <laughs> do all day. But I didn't know, like, they just didn't make him up. Like, he had no makeup on. I just on. think he just. Looks like he woke up and went to work that day. Looks like they didn't they were anything. Oh, but they were on Seth Meyers, and I just think he just parties hard. So it just okay. shows. I think that's oh, one Plus, two, I think they're also showing the fact that they are old. They're old. in the story. No, they're, they're listen, way older. He though. looked like he didn't IRL, yeah. He looks. Uh, if you watch oh, I'm the. I'm sure. That's fine. He but. didn't look like he hit the makeup chair at all. He didn't look like he didn't like. He didn't fuck with his hair. He looked like he got stuck his finger in a plug socket. Like he looked like he I don't was like I know much, I, he's so. like I'm just gonna walk over and I'm gonna spit some lines out and I'm gonna go do what I gotta do after this. And everybody else was serious and he just did his little thing and walked up mm-hmm. the set afterwards. Tell him about the That's breakup. what I totally felt about the uh, Bill Murray scenes, like every one of them. So 
And then, so they start shooting Gozer and crossing the beams. She starts breaking. Which the you're beams told apart. you can't cross the beams. Well, that's how they do it to to beat like the, to defeat her the first time because they don't know yeah. what Egon's plan was. They don't know that there was this giant trap. The, the so bigger, they're just doing yeah. what they knew. The bigger uh, ghosts or whatever you want to call them that they have to use the the beams together. Yeah, because like it was yeah. to blow basically to blow up like a particle. Like they just destroyed her essence. That's why that's why there is this movie mm-hmm. technically is because they didn't defeat her or trap her. They just blew oh, now her they're up. destroying her. Now, now they're up. so and I and I think technically too like. Because the particle beams are actually hitting her as the target, I think it's okay to cross them because it's like it's there, it's going somewhere, and that's where the damage is. Yeah, being there's ener- there's a reason for the energy going there. It's not just like I, I can't think of the technical fucking terms for it right now. It's escaping me. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you're an engineer or anything. But. No, no. <laughs> so the uh, uh, Phoebe ends up getting involved in shooting, but she's yeah. kind of like having trouble, and then that's all of a sudden. Well, when you but get also the- too, like the whole power supply would like in the beginning. I, it wasn't mentioned that, like, when you go to hit the button... Oh, for the trap. The, the, the power just, like, fizzes out. It's, like, these not giant, there. Yeah, he's got these silos that are actually power stations. Yep, the, yep, the, con- um, the conductors are... So, yeah, the so, so the same thing that's going wrong in the beginning is going wrong again. So the mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, the three original Ghostbusters are mm-hmm. shooting Gozer. Phoebe gets involved to start shooting her. And also, the whole movie, the daughter, or the sister was... Ragging on the bro- the older brother well, about not being smart in a sense, like you read a book or listen, pay attention. Like he's uh, he's like two three steps behind her the entire time, and then the very end, he he must have read a book or something because he's the one that gave the juice to the um. Damn it! Oh, he the shot shotgun. the thing up at the. Th- oh yeah, that was yeah. But, so Gozer takes but, out the lightning bolts and th- I mean the um, power coming out of the packs and throws all three of them. And they go, I don't remember this hurting so bad apart. and everything. And that's when the yeah. girl jumps in just with a single one. And she's holding him down. You're like, how the fuck is she doing this? It's only one of her. Uh-huh. Oh, she shot her and in the back. Because I caught myself complaining. I was going to complain. I'm like, so he just threw three of them with packs and she's holding him down. And then the camera kind of goes off to the side and a little bit. You see bit. a glowing hand. hand. Yep. And then that's when we get the big reveal of yep. Egon's spirits there. I got, I got dude, it was a really good me, feeling. Yes. It got me too. It looked good. And it looked very well, good. I think, but I think too, well, going, yes, that part looked good, but she turned around and started pushing back towards her. So I think she was being cocky. Like you said. Like, oh, Gozer, yeah. Yeah, like the three, yeah. She just basically threw those three off and then she turned around. There's this little girl sitting there. So she's. And then Egon's little spirit came in and helped, and that's and then when they the other get three back decided on. to. <laughs> and then that's when the fifth, and then that's when Trevor's about to There's join and shoot. Did you not? But all the little Stay Puffs fucked up all their equipment, so they fix that. Mm-hmm. And he's about to help them. Then he realizes, wait a minute, they, if I blast the silos, it gives it the power. They, and they, so yeah. He they, shoots. The, uh, Dan Aykroyd's character made a point to explain how many, like, how much juice those things actually put out. Mm-hmm. So then he must have picked up on that, I'm guessing. I don't know. Because that was but they made a point to say that, so you knew that he was going to power the traps. The movie figured out a way to put all four of them together. Yep. Not Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, not, not this is the Ray yeah, movie, yeah, the next one's the Bumper movie. Right. It's just how it should have been done, unfortunately. Ugh. Harold's gone, but they still figured out a way. And I think it was a good way to send very him off. tasteful. Yep. I liked it a lot. There's no talking, which you can't do talking because so, he's not alive, nope. right? Which and it was perfect. But it was perfect. Would and you say he good. hologrammed her? It looked really, really good. Yeah. I thought it looked Oh, good. yeah, no, hologramming when you just <laughs> stitch somebody up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what movie did we say that from? Pacific Rim. Was uh, it? No. Well, there was Star Wars. Or Pacific Rim did the hologram thing where they made a point like, oh, did he just hologram me or something like that? Where like it was the, it was the, some the, kind the, of phone card. The oh, communication right. was through holograms. Yes. And then we saw the 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 Star Wars one where Luke Skywalker was there. And they were shooting the adats, or the adats were shooting that's at him, right. and then he kind of was still there. And we're like, "Yeah, that's how you hologram somebody." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So this is the best best example of hologramming. And uh, 
Yeah, they capture Gozer. Mm-hmm. The terror dogs turn back to stone and they break them out. Now, I, I don't know if you like ever noticed in the, in the original one when they're because they're like in the position like they were standing. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where they're like breaking it and you can see like the arm is inside and it looks like they're breaking it. and It hurts the person's arm inside. To me, it always bothered me as a kid and I still see it. And this one, they were like in a weird kind of laying down position so you could break it a little easier and they could crawl out because it was Paul Rudd and then the girl who played Lucky. We carry Ghostbusters at our store, Best Buy. Oh, you have the, the, you the have new them? ones? I don't have the new ones yet. Find out how much you get all six of those for. Because I was, I was waiting. I didn't buy him yet because I was waiting to see how I liked this movie. It looked pretty decent. Yeah, because I was like the kids. Oh, I've got all those. I have. All I think the, these are the old ones. The original now. one. I have the original. There's the new run of the six of the three original Ghostbusters. Check out November 26th. I don't know if this is the new ones. I'll figure it out if it's available at okay. your store or not. I like podcasts, I mean, though. that's that store. We all work at the school. And I like the, that the kid podcast. He was kind of like a... He was not... Yeah, he was a good addition because like you said earlier, or Rodney said about... The, my podcast gets really good in episode 46. <clears throat> he finds out <laughs> his only listener is Ray. Yep, yep. And he goes, oh, it really came alive in episode 46, yes. which I thought was really cute. That reminded me sort of like the ending of uh, part two when he's, I love you, man. I love you, too. You know, like with the guy, the museum guy that gets, they get dripping. Why am I drippings with goo? (laughs) And he's like, you know, man, I love you. He goes, I love you, too. You know, that whole scene. So that that little exchange there sort of reminded me of that. And then, uh, yeah, they get to say goodbye to Egon, like do the little nod. Mm -hmm. Then the daughter, you know, Carrie Coon's character gets to go up and give him a hug. And he fades away. Now, uh, Chris, his son, his little five-year-old, six, five, six-year-old son went, why didn't he get zapped in the traps? Yeah, I thought I, that I, And too. I thought that at the time, watching it, but then afterward, like, he, because he died of natural causes, he was a ghost in this world. He wasn't a ghost from that, like, that situation. So I think he was a different kind of ghost is really why he he wasn't, like, these evil entities type of thing. Plus, um, I figured he was behind the traps. So and that's also possibly so true. Like, it could be as simple as that. Another thing that came up uh, that he brought up, and I thought about it in the movie, doesn't Ray at one point go, oh, the old firehouse got bought up and turned into a Starbucks? Starbucks, yes. So, and and that, that, that's the one at the very end there where you see him, he's pulling Ecto-1 into... Well, but yeah. he... but Yeah. So we find out, yeah, we find out that Ray, oh, or I mean that Winston is, is the uh, one that's been funding, like basically kind of was covering for yeah. Ray's occult store, bookstore... He bought up the. Pro- yeah. I think he bought the property and probably told Ray, "Oh, it's a Starbucks or whatever." And he just kept the firehouse intact. And he even looks at the mm-hmm. car. He's like, "What'd they do to you, yeah. old girl? I gotta yeah. fix you yeah. up." Because he's the one who used to fix up the old one before. Yeah. Right? So yeah. He's, he, he, he's he also said that he was gonna take her home mm-hmm. and fix her up too. So that was like the hint at like like oh so. And that's the shot not. we get for Harold, where we see them on the the mm-hmm. cars on the bridge, and you hear the the actual old theme. Yep. And then. Uh, uh, did you hear the theme in uh, earlier on in the in the show too? There was yeah. a part where they had the theme playing in the background. I, I can't remember what part. It was, it was a different. Though. It was like dun 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 dun. It yeah, was a like a slower version of it. Yeah, yeah like it was, an homage to it. Yeah, kind of like they were building up to it, and you can kind of hear it there. And then as it was like dying down, then you kind of kind of faded into the thing. But so our our, cool. our first mid credit sequence is we finally we see Sigourney Weaver, who looks great still too, by the way. Yeah. Oh, she, she does, man. She was in something. Her sitting across from Bill Murray, let you. But you find out they're like in a committed relationship still. So their son, because yeah. that was always a talk. They're playing the same game they played before. The ESP card game, like he did in the very beginning yeah. of the movie. I thought she, they were going to sp- pan out, and he was like, saw. I thought a mirror. I thought that's what it was going to be. Yeah, but he said she, he marked the backs of the cards because card. that's how he was doing it. But uh, they met. They basically insinuate that they've been together still because that was one person they said Oscar, her son Oscar, would be a Ghostbuster. So maybe. If they do a, se- a sequel, Oscar can be a Oscar's part of missing, it. Right? I mean, no, Oscar's, they... We just didn't see Oscar. Okay. Now there's a part, and I was paying attention, but I 
kind of lost a little bit too. Didn't they not hint at the fact that they're saying like um, there might be actually more groups of Ghostbusters? Oh, like, I don't know. Uh, that after they at the end there when they were like, yeah, like hey, we're back, you know, like we beat the person, let's go in and have some tea or coffee or whatever the hell it was. I felt like there was a line there that he mentioned that it made it sound like, you know, like there might be a larger group of Ghostbusters, like they weren't the only ones. Maybe. I mean, kind of thing. That was always the idea was that it was going to be franchised out and stuff. Um, so, yeah, the uh, the um, I think they did that scene because there's a lot of people that complain, like retrospectively of like him manipulating like the young girl, you know, like there was like a, a bad quality to that whole scene of him doing the ESP. Because remember the ESP, he was doing it with the hot girl. Mm. And then the the nerdy guy. And, the guy. and actually, the girl that was the hot girl, like, that was like one of my old school crushes. I used to know what her name was, actress. She was like in uh, Charles in Charge and other things. Like, mm. oh, I was in love with her. Um, but yeah, he she would get it wrong, but he would not buzz her. And then the other yeah. guy was getting it right. Yeah. And he's exactly. like, I'm sorry. He's like, this isn't worth the five bucks. You know? Like, <laughs> so I think that they kind of yep. did that again, just to give it back to Bill Murray's character mm-hmm. and kind of. Oh, yeah, because he said, it, in my defense, you know, I only zapped the guys or something. Mm-hmm. Which was pretty um, <laughs> and we knew that though. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Like he didn't have to say it, but it was perfect. So then our final, final post credit is we find out like Doctor Winston Zidmore. Obviously, he's now become a very successful businessman, and he works with Annie Potts as kind of his liaison, and she's been like the one again taking care of things. They show a flashback to the old movie, which maybe is part of the cut scene, like you were saying, where there's like this oh. coin, this token that Egon gives her, or she gives him. She gave it to him. Like and, and that a might good luck coin, and then he said something like, "Oh, you might need it." And she's like, "No, I got I another got, one at the ho- at home or something." So that might tie into like some idea that they have for the new movie, but it's an obvious cut scene. Actually, and then that's when you see Winston taking the car, driving the car back into the the old firehouse, which is all dusty remember and abandoned. Paul but. Rudd's Instagram like a year ago, he took a picture in New York in front of the old Ghostbuster um, place. I walked past it, and when I went to, I've been in New York, I've walked by it. It's really cool to see. And that was like the first hint of the new Ghostbuster movie being like done was Paul Rudd taking a picture okay. in New York in front of the firehouse. So that was cool. Yeah. Um. So, um, sequel wise, basically, that's why I kind of said it's like a sequel slash reboot. You can keep this going for like ten years. That's what you do, with young kids. Would you want to see the young? So Winston being kind of the guide, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's the, the money now. Yeah. And he could be like, yeah, he could be the money. They got kids no don't have money, right? Right. They got so no got house a, there, yeah. so they come to New York, right? Yeah. He funds all that. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay. Do another two, three movies. You put Oscar in there. You know, you you Bill Murray can be a cameo. You did a you did a proper handoff. You had all the Ghostbusters there. Uh-huh. Um, it's it was good. I, it was very it was very nicely done. And like, of course, like it doesn't do, you're right. They finally killed off Gozer and did all that kind of stuff. Like they kind of wrapped all that up. Part of me was watching. I'm like, oh, it's the same fucking. That's what I got. I got mad at it. I was like, it's part one. It's the same story from part one, just what young I'm like, kids. this is all they're going to do is the same fucking yeah. shit over and over. But when you watch it again, you analyze it. You're like, okay, I get why this is Well, t- yeah, I was talking about it. And I, I thought about it earlier today. I go, I go, I feel like this is a movie. You watch it once, you kind of go, oh, okay. I, there's things I liked. like. Like, mm. you always remember a movie, how it makes you feel at the end. Mm. And the Egon stuff really got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because you miss him. You know, see, that's an old friend, well, it said, you know? It said uh, Harold at the end yeah, of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, for, yeah. So... That, that made me feel cool. good, and then it made me go, oh, man, they did a lot. It was basically the same movie. But I think if you go watch it again, knowing that's what it's going to be, you'll probably like it even more. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things that mm-hmm. you're, like, you're warm to, like just like the old movie, you know? Now, it's it, not as good as the old movie, obviously. Was there but. was there a part earlier in the movie, like kind of probably in the middle, where she, the, the mom, found the other good luck coin? Uh, oh, excuse me. 
I feel like they showed something. Like, I feel like there was another coin there. So, like, if they were saying that, like, he had the one good luck coin and then she had the other one at home, was that, like, the hint that's saying that maybe that was their mom? Maybe. That's why I'm saying it could potentially be leading that's, to that. But then it's like, well, then what was she adopted and didn't know or who? I don't know what they're going to say. Why would Annie Potts not be there for her if she was the mom? You know? Maybe I, because mom stuck up for him and... Then so she felt like she was being attacked from by both like or the like a ghost threat or something something where she's like maybe, I can't raise them yeah. and I don't know it just if they do pull that off they better explain it well I don't think they need to I just thought that was my expectation in the movie when they showed the preview I'm like mm-hmm. oh okay she's the mom and saying oh yeah he was a terrible dad he ditched us da 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 but he was just trying to save them exactly the world um, and he was stalking them from afar <laughs> yes yes and that was it was again very sweet. Um, one of my other complaints I put down is the jumpsuits that they found in the basement. They were not fucking fit they, in those things. I was, I was, I wish <laughs> that made me so mad. I wish no they would have showed them baggy. Like they should. Well, they should have had them duct tape it or well, something. They had and some have wraps it. around them, but it wasn't but you, enough. Well, you saw that they had the elbow knee pads and stuff like that, and then they had the belt or whatever. But it's like, yeah, it, it needed to be a little bit more baggier for them to be wearing them. And then I said, I thought I wish the Ghostbusters weren't necessarily there too be there to like help save the day like i wish the kids did it and then they showed up later and like oh hey well we got to clean up all these ghosts the kids but still did it though they still did and they also needed them there because they wanted to have the little one-liners with gozer and to have their making amends with egon one la- like they wanted them all there at the same time so yeah but, i was fine but and, initially in the theater i was like oh yeah but you also have to make it like almost yeah i know i know what rodney's gonna say but you kind of have to give it like a reality thing to it too you know like you got to they're the Every, professionals. Everyone's going to need help, though. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, everyone's got to help each other. You know, not one person's going to do it, old or young or whatever. You know, it doesn't really matter. It's like you, you kind of have to all do this together, right? Yep. I mean, that's partially why I guess they're hinting at the fact that Egon kind of failed because he went off on his own to do it. Nobody else believed him or whatever the fallout was. Because he was introspective, too. Like, he just didn't have those social skills. Like, Phoebe, you know, Phoebe didn't have them either, so she claimed. And then, mm-hmm. you know, she sort of showed she did. She started opening it, yeah, opening it up. And part of that and was... And more and more of her jokes, like, when she's even talking to Gozer, like, distracting her. She had a couple other, like, <laughs> oh, goofy yes. dad jokes. Yeah. Uh, what do you what do you call a fish with no eyes? <laughs> she did this, though. Yeah. <laughs> Like she does this little it. handshake thing, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it was, it was cute. Again, she was very good. I like. They're her right. A lot. The the celebrity that whatever interview I saw, they're like, oh, she's everywhere. She's gonna be huge. I'm like, yeah, I think that she's she's gonna be a big star, um, if she's not already technically. And mm-hmm. then uh, the last song, more to her point, the last song playing over the credits, I kept going, oh, is this a new Olivia Rodrigo song written for the movie? No, it was Maqueda Grace, the actress that played Phoebe, was singing. She wrote the song, co-wrote it, and then sang the end song over the credits. Mm. And then they did the new logo. What do you think of the new logo? If it's going to be a new logo. What's the new logo? I don't remember. It was the Ghostbusters sign over the little baby Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Oh, I missed that. I didn't say it was they that showed, It was like at the very last shot after they showed uh, uh, Winston opening up the, the totally fire station. It. Totally missed it. Oh, yeah, I missed it. And then the only other thing I thought when they had the Muncher ghost... Initially, I thought, oh, he, he's eating metal. Then if they're building some kind of metal towers as a transmitter, I go, maybe he's actually a good ghost and he'll eat the metal. But they only used him to break all their equipment out, out of jail. Yeah. Which I'm like, eh, he's a ghost. He could just go through. But I guess maybe he doesn't meet metal. He just, he likes, just likes eating metal. Yeah, he just, yeah, he just likes to eat it. So any other last thoughts you guys got on this one? No, I liked it. Uh, I mean, you would, you would you recommend it? Yeah, that was yeah. good. If you've seen the first two, yeah, or a lot of the kids are you great. Have to. If he's yeah, especially if you've seen all three, then you might as well see this one. Right. 
I mean, it'd be kind of. Yeah. Would you like to see them you, potentially bring in stuff from the 2016 with the with the women, like somehow tie them in? Need to. I was no. super disappointed that they actually went the way they did with that 16, the 2016 one, all woman cast one. I think it was, the Ghostbusters. It, it's not that it was like super bad. It's just like it was a. I don't know. The villain was the problem for me, honestly. The, the I honestly, well, I watched it two weeks ago. I don't think I remember the fucking villain. Why don't I remember? It was that? the guy that was a weirdo who was planting like ghost bombs but all it, over the city to bring ghosts. But it felt too much like they were trying to like totally reboot the thing. In a they way, were, you know, they and were, it's just they like, were trying it, to do like an alternate new version. Live crew, but they, yeah. yeah, but it, it failed. They should have just like carried it on, making them the new mantle, the ghost. But, but they wanted it. to have an origin story for like the the characters. You didn't see and, you touch it when it made that. I know. I don't just, know. How, I don't know why you do that. All that I um, uh, depth perception. I don't. I don't. <laughs> if you want to bring the 2016 one in through, just to have like I don't think you can, the next no. one, maybe she looks for advice from an older Ghostbuster female, maybe, and that's cool. You and they play. Maybe they do like you, they did in their version where Ray and yeah, yeah. Bill Murray and you know Dana Croyd and don't, they all play different characters. Mm-hmm. You can do the same thing in that where you bring them back or one or two of them back and I just they can be different what, characters. I just don't know what, what it would add. Yeah, you're I, right. Because even remember that one's end cut scene was hinting that Zool. Oh, like it's it? like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like that's why I think I also was very mad. When Jesus was like, Christ or <laughs> Thor. We talked about this. <laughs> that's why I thought like when Gozer was coming out, I'm like, and the whole thing, I'm like. Part one Are we again. really going to do this? Yep, I, I, I go, you hinted good. this in 2016 and we're going to do this. But Egon, seeing Egon, I didn't expect to see him. So it, it kind of erased well, it. Well, if you wrap it up, then you can, you can do on something with new. new. Yep, mm-hmm. 100%. So. so, all right. Uh, I, I think, think the kids are great. I thought all the kids were great. Yeah, I think so too. So, all right. Back to work. Back to work. Thanks for completing this course. For more lessons, follow the Film School Janitors on Instagram and Facebook under Film School Janitors and on Twitter under FS Janitors. Please grade, er, I mean, rate and review this podcast where we may have found it, and feel free to email us at filmschooljanitors at gmail.com. Now get back to your studies.